What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dan the Gamer, a.k.a. Player One, the God, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. This is your first time here. This is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. Today, we got a jam-packed show full of news, full of things to go over, so strap in because we about to get into it. So let's get into it with Quick Hits. So today in Quick Hits, we got three articles to go over and I'm gonna try and go through those as fast as I possibly can. And like I said to y'all in the intro, this episode is gonna be jam-packed. And I mean jam-packed because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's get into it. Headline reads, Forspoken delayed to October. Now this one is catching me by surprise because I thought, you know, when May came around, this game was gonna be out. And, you know, everybody, you know, this is actually one of those games I think is a sleeper because right now Elden Ring is popping and everybody is forgetting about all these other games that's coming out, right? Everybody's forgetting about Forspoken. You know, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is to come out the end of this month and is kind of getting overshadowed by Elden Ring to a degree. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn, excuse the language for the sensitive ears. But let's go ahead and get into it. Forspoken, the upcoming magic-based RPG from Square Enix and Luminous Productions, has been delayed to October. More specifically, Forspoken has been delayed from its original May 24th release date to October 11th. Luminous Productions announced the news today, citing a need for more time to work on the game and deliver on the promise of his vision for it for this magic-based RPG. So therefore, um, they did post like a, a message from the development team and stuff like that. I'm going to put it up on the screen. I'm going to go ahead and read it. We have made the decision to move the release date of Forspoken to October 11th, 2022. Our vision for this exciting new IP is to deliver a game and have in hero that gamers across the, the globe will want to experience for years to come. Sorry, I can't read. So getting it right is extremely important to us. To that end, during the next few months, we will focus all our efforts on polishing the game and can't wait for you to experience Frey's journey this fall. Thank you for your understanding and continued support. We look forward to sharing more about Forspoken with you. So this goes along the lines of the stuff I've been talking about and that I talk about a lot on my show. And this is about putting the complete body of work, especially in the gaming industry. Nowadays, everybody goes the Battle Royale route, right? If Battle Royale is even possible in your genre or your style of game, then you're going to do it because that's what everybody's doing now. Battle Royale. And even when it comes to these RPGs, you know, all these RPGs are, you know, big, they're expansive, but you know, they, they kind of sharing the same elements to a sense and, or they're just piggybacking off what this popping game does. So, you know, with this game, y'all might be thinking, oh, well, Elden Ring came out. It might be a knockoff Elden Ring. No, 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 no. Go watch the trailers, go watch the clips, go watch all of that. This game is going to be dope. It's going to be dope. And I think, you know, this is probably going to be one of the games of the year. Now, granted, it's going to be coming out in October. It might be video game of the year 2023 instead of 22. But, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm just glad that the development team came out and put a message saying, hey, we want to work on the game. We want to polish the game. And we don't want to give anybody anything half-assed or put out something. And it wasn't what it could have been. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they could put it out and then it's not what it could have been. And then there's a patch of that. Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. When they could have just did that the first time. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. This next thing is kind of crazy because I didn't see this coming either. Headline reads, Samsung confirms hacker stole Galaxy source code. Now, I want to preface this by saying I don't think Samsung has like the most God-fearing cybersecurity ever in the history of anything. So don't sit here and take my opinions or whatever I theorycraft as it to be law or the, the ultimate reigning fact, the overarching fact of everything because it's just not. You know, I do make a lot of sense. One of the pillars of my show is just facts and another one is common sense. So yes, but I can also theorycraft and be like, hey, maybe they should have did this. Hey, maybe you should have did that. But let's go ahead and get into it. News of the breach was first reported earlier this month with a hacking outfit named Lap Lapsus claiming responsibility. The group, which recently hacked NVIDIA, shared screenshots purpur purportedly I don't know if that's supportedly or per, per, I don't even know if this is a word. And I just want to say blog writers, if this is a typo, like, like, please, bro, just, just please, bro. Like proofread the shit you about to put out, man. Showing roughly 200 gigabytes of stolen data, including source code used by Samsung for encryption and biometric unlocking functions on Galaxy hardware. So that right there in itself is just buku crazy. It's just like, that's crazy. I, I would say that's a red flag. If I'm on the board of Samsung or I'm in a high ranking position, I would consider this a red flag just because these people now have the access to the code or how our biometrics and things work. And now they might be able to use it and be a competitor. They might be able to use it in do whatever they do with it and knock them off the map or take them down a few notches in the in the tech space of okay samsung galaxy phone is the best today but then it's iphone tomorrow then it's samsung because we all know the iphone's only competition really is the galaxy so yeah we have a quote so i'm gonna go ahead and read the quote there was a security breach relating to uh, certain internal company data According to our initial analysis, the breach involves some source code relating to the operation of Galaxy devices, but does not include the personal information of our consumers or employees. Currently, we do not anticipate any impact to our business or customers. We have implemented measures to prevent further such incidents and will continue to serve our customers without disruption. So that's a quote from, you know, the people doing good people over there at Samsung and the higher ups and officials at Samsung. Um... You know, they say they're going to continue pushing and, gro and grooving as is, which all companies should. You know, you can't stop the whole machine for something. But, you know, um, if I was to give any advice or give my input to Samsung about all of this, if y'all watching this, I'll just say this is somewhat of a red flag because this time y'all got got for biometrics and stuff like that. Next time, it could be something way worse. It could be something completely worse. And then what you gonna say then? So, you know, try and beef up your cybersecurity, whatever else. I'm not, I'm not going, I don't pick sides in, in cyber attacks. I just report on them and give my opinion on what maybe you could have did. And I don't know why the people did it, but they did it. And now they got that information. So Samsung, if you did something to make somebody mad or 
I don't know. Maybe you should not do that no more. I don't know. I don't know. But let's go ahead and move on to the last thing in quick hits. Appreciate y'all holding it down and rocking with the God. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to go ahead and speed through all this. You know what I'm saying? That way we can really get to the main topic. Because um, this the main topic is what I really want to get to. So, last thing. Headline reads. E-bike sales increase as gas prices soar to record highs in California. So, if y'all know, I do have an e-bike. You know what I'm saying? I do not live in California. But, I do report on e-bike news and e-bike related news because it's also in the realm of tech. So, therefore, e-bikes will be getting covered and e-cars and just electric everything will be getting covered on this on this show, on this page, YouTube channel, whatever I do, right? So let's get in, let's get into it. One look at the gas prices is bad news for California drivers. Many stations have gas prices priced at more than $5 per gallon. We have a quote that says, I saw one place in Los Angeles that was $7 per gallon. Let me tell y'all something. $7 per gallon is, is fucking ridiculous okay it is fucking ridiculous excuse excuse my language for the sensitive ears but that shit is fucking ridiculous uh, we got another quote 70 dollars for one tank of gas said a san diego driver 70 dollars for one tank of gas this is being reported from a news channel apparently some type of news channel cbs 8 i don't like like bruh 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 I was like the day of this episode is recorded. I was literally having this conversation with somebody and I was telling them and I'm not trying to get political. I tell y'all and I'm gonna keep telling y'all, especially now, especially this episode too. I'm really not trying to get political, but this episode, we got to get political. So fuck, got to get political. I was telling somebody because the inflation is happening and all this stuff is happening in the world. One of the main problems is going to be cars and stuff, right? Because now gas is like inflation is going to keep going up going up going up going up until a lot or a majority of these situations get remedied so like the ukraine russia thing the you know the inflation thing the money thing the economic fucking terribleness that is america right now um you know so i said forty dollars for somebody might have filled their gas tank up all the way put them on f now, if gas is now $5 and then with inflation, prices of everything is going to go up. And if you don't know, Russia is like one of the places in the world that leads in oil distribution or something like that. So now with all that stuff going on, gas prices is going to go up and then inflation is happening. So everything is going to go up in general. With the gas going up, $40 is going, let's say that for that same $40, get, per, get that person half a tank. I was like... If it gonna keep going up five, six, seven, eight dollars, that person might have to spend seventy something dollars on gas. Imagine spending seventy dollars on gas, bruh. I ain't even talking about no weed. I'm talking pure petroleum, whole unleaded diesel, pure gas, dog. And and what? I come across an article that says that has a quote from somebody apparently living in San Diego and y'all think I'm bullshitting. I even show you the shit. CBS 8. CBS. That's news. That is news. Apparently they didn't talk to somebody and got out here and that person just said $70 for one tank of gas. 
<sighs> Dev the Domus once again, man. Dev the Domus, bro. I, I, I don't, I, I, hey, man. I be at a loss for words for myself sometimes. I just know what I know. You know what I'm saying? I just know what I know. But this is going to bring a rise in electric cars and electric e-bikes. And I think everybody should have at least one e-car or electric bike just for times like this or just when your car is down for the count and you still need to get around. At least you have an alternative. And it's just good to have an alternative anything anyway. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be completely, you don't want to be completely assed out, man. Batman is the greatest for a reason, bro. He got contingencies on top of contingencies for the contingencies on top of that contingency for another one. And for one for that one. I'm just, I'm telling you, man. Politics. But that's going to do it for quick hits. If you've been holding down this long, appreciate you. And before we get to the main topic, we got a word from our sponsor. What's up? What it do, man? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, a.k.a. Player One. The God Himself. Telling y'all to make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday and Saturday. Going live on YouTube. Playing all kinds of video games. That's what we doing, you know what I'm talking about. So make sure you tap in. Links is in the description. So make sure you subscribe and support over there too. We going up. Don't miss out on the live streams, you dig? Back to your regular scheduled program. Like I told y'all, man, we about to get into the main topic and the title of the show, which is pretty much it costs to be alive, right? <laughs> well, with the way the world is going and how everything is being shaped out right now, that's kind of what it is. It costs to actually live. Like it costs to actually have a soul at this point. It costs to actually have a backbone. It costs to actually fucking get fucking birthed and why and cry. You got to pay somebody. Apparently so. It's exaggeration. As much as everything I said was, it's kind of not. But just the concept of it pays to be alive, right? It pays to walk out the house. It pays, you know, just it pays, right? So I, found, I came across a couple articles about Twitch streamers or Russian Twitch streamers and, you know, streamers overseas and the hardships they're having with the platform and just their whole system in itself, right? So, and just, and not only that, but just also the Twitch content creator streaming thing on top of that, which I've touched on the past few episodes ago with the MMA guy. This is around this, all of this, it's kind of like the same conversation continue, but with just more politics now. So, headline reads, Twitch streamers in Russia lose livelihoods as sanctions hit home. So this is, I, I, I got into this and I was reading it and I was just like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Because if y'all been knowing, everybody in or a lot of the big people in the video game industry and just in general have been stopping damn near any and everything that has to deal with Russia. These people stopping transactions, they stopping whole business, they stopping sales, they stopping all that. Whether you in America, whether you in the Ukraine, like all this stuff is being reported to, um, excuse me, excuse me. All this stuff is being reported that a lot of businesses, a lot of companies, a lot of developers, a lot of everything is like stopped being sold and being an option for Russia. Like a lot of this stuff is like, all right, nope. Russia, access denied. Like, that's what a lot of people do. And they're in a tubbo in Russia right now. 
you know so um you know and in, 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 in this article they um it's just you know when you read it it's like god damn you know what i'm saying so well uh, let's get into it since the united states and european union began levying economic sanctions against russia major platforms services and payment processors have opted to block transactions to the country over the weekend the live streaming platform twitch told Russian streamers that it too will be adhering to sanctions and withholding payments for the for the foreseeable future, right? And let's read the quote. Payouts to the financial institution associated with your Twitch account have been blocked as a result of sanctions. Twitch complies with economic sanctions imposed by the United States and other governments and is complying with those imposed in response to the situation in Ukraine. These sanctions may limit or impact your access to payouts, ability to monetize your stream, and or financially support other creators. Now, I read that and was like, damn, that's fucking crazy, bruh. Like, that's just crazy as hell, you know? And in, in the same article, they mentioned PayPal, right? You know, and they say that PayPal might have been a way for these creators and streamers to still receive funds and payouts, but that got knocked out. The, that got knocked out too. No, that got knocked out too. And I'll read it right here. PayPal, which was cited as the only remaining option by some streamers on Saturday, suspended its services in Russia on Sunday. Now there is effectively no way for many Russian streamers to make money and it's impossible to know when Twitch will be able to reopen its pocketbook to Russian streamers. We also have a few quotes in the quote down here. I'm gonna go ahead and read it. I feared it and knew it could happen but didn't expect it to happen this soon and overnight over the weekend. A Russian streamer on Twitch whatever said, my community worries and showing up and talking to them Telling them how I feel, how things are, letting them see my face and my emotions about the situation is the least I can do. Wow. The past 12 days have been some of the most stressful of her life, she said, but her Twitch community has helped keep her sane. So, you know, this whole, all these politics and all this stuff going on, everything going on in Russia, you know, I mean, just war in general, it's not, it won't be held to just those two entities and those countries and lives of people. It's just any 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 type of conflict and friction between two great entities, right? It'll cause problems and stuff because you might have a span of year, years and eons where there's been trades, there have been agreements, and now all this stuff is getting beaten, broke, cut down the middle, pushed apart, F all this, no, we ain't doing this, and it's just all hell breaking loose. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people get affected in a lot of different ways. So this feeds into, you know, just another example um, of just, you know, being able to support yourself as a streamer, right? Because I, I reported on the MMA fighter, dude. I forgot his name. So if you see this, bro, I'm completely sorry. But, um, you know, he, he decided he didn't really want to stream and have his livelihood be codependent and just strictly dependent on streaming. This is a prime example of why I said he made the right choice because now you have something happening in the world that's affecting everybody on some type of level, depending on what genre of work and or what area of work you do. So now if you're a streamer and you overseas in Ukraine and in Russia, you kind of throw it off your schedule now because you either got to worry about uh, a bullet coming through your window 
or you got to worry about your 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 uh, source of money getting cut off. So now it's just like, damn, you you damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't went all in on Twitch. You didn't went all in on whatever the platform is, and now they saying, hey. We, we abiding by the rules and regulations presented to us by the governments we work inside with and, and abide by with these rules. I can't fuck with you no more, man. My hands is tied. I can't fuck with you, bro. Sorry. Excuse the lady for the sensitive ears. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn, that's fucked up. So that goes into this article, this next article we about to get into, right? Headline reads, Ludwig says that streamers are, quote, Barely able to survive as humans, end quote, on Twitch. Now, I don't know who Ludwig is. I don't watch his content. I don't consider streamers necessarily content creators, but nonetheless, they are creators. So, um, like I said, I don't know who Ludwig is outside of him just being a popular person or a popular streamer. I don't know what type of games this man play. I don't know what he do. I don't know if he participate in esports. I don't know none of his sponsors. I don't know none of that. So don't be sitting here like, oh, you talking shit about my dog. I don't know this dude. <laughs> like, I don't know this man. I don't care to know this man. Like it's nothing personal. It's just, bro, I'm not on, I'm not on all these Aiden Ross ass niggas, bro. I don't know these people. I don't care. I'm not on no clout chasing nothing, bro. I'm just here to do something I have a, a love for, which is play video games, talk about them, report on it, report on tech, report on stuff related to it, the lifestyle, all this. So I'm like, you want to suck dick and dick ride the motherfucker? You can do that. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. I'm not going to condemn you. I'm not going to do none of that about none of that. All I'm going to sit here and say is, I don't know who this man is, or I don't know who this woman is. I don't know who they are. Simple as that. Don't kill me. But uh, this man apparently had some words and stuff because if you don't know, Ludwig had transferred from Twitch to YouTube. I think I, I think I actually reported on it. He got a, um, you know, YouTube offered him a deal. So, you know, he on YouTube now. But uh, in this article, he goes, he talks a little bit about the lifestyle and the livelihood of just Twitch streamers in general, right? So let's go ahead and get into it. The news comes from an interview by Colin and Samir. Shout out to them two dudes. I don't know who y'all is either, but shout out to y'all. The pair sat down with Ludwig to hear about his opinions on the two platforms, in particular in the business of streaming more broadly. The two platforms being YouTube and Twitch, the content creator has some surprising things to say about his transition from Twitch to YouTube. Ludwig specifically mentioned the intense workload that he was under at Twitch. So we got a... Um, you know, we got some quotes and all of that, you know what I'm saying, about what he was, you know, about his comments or whatever. So let's get into it. The content creator mentioned how the long hours which he spent streaming took a toll when it came to the necessities of daily life. Quote, Twitch streamers are likely an underbelly, or are like an underbelly, excuse me, I'm sorry. They're barely able to survive as humans. Half of them Uber eats every single meal. They never pay any of their bills. Taxes are just something they forget about, end quote. Ludwig explained that while he was expected to be constantly streaming during his time at Twitch, the content creator was able to let himself go a little bit after he made the migration to YouTube. Quote, as opposed to YouTubers who are well put together, they're, you know, put together like basically Silicon Valley people to some extent, 
Twitch streamers will push themselves to go 150, 200, 250, or even 300 hours in a month, end quote. Ludwig said he called this approach to streaming, quote, absurd. Now, don't do what I do. Get some tissue, all right? Don't do what I do. Get some tissue. Um, I agree. Nonetheless, I agree. And this is what I've been saying. And this is why I said at the end of that episode when I was mentioning the dude, you know, this is a lifestyle. Like, the lifestyle of living like this, it's like it's not all that it's cracked it's it's like it's not really all that cracked up to be bro like i had a conversation with somebody a while ago this is a supremely old conversation right and they was like oh man i wish you know and actually i have this conversation all the time you know people will be like oh man i wish i got paid for just playing video games that's the easiest stuff in the world i'm like yeah it's okay okay it's easy until you actually do it because y'all think all these people do is play video games all day and when I say that, I'm talking about like the big, 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 big people. So the ninjas, the Tim the Tatmans, like y'all just think these people play the game all day. Nah, bruh. Like these people got mortgages, rents, leases, cars, families, kids. Like, like the video game ain't gonna pay for all that, man. This is why, just like with any other uh, entertainment or any other sport, you gotta get sponsors, you gotta get coverage in your contracts. You gotta, like, it's, this is real business. You know, I tell people all the time, bro, like, imagine just getting $100,000 for just pressing the A button. For pressing the B button, the Y button, the X button, moving up, down, left, right. It's possible, yes, it's possible. But the lifestyle that comes with that is a very daunting it's a daunting task. Like you have to literally stay consistent and you have to stick to the schedule, damn near stream every single day. So I'm gonna dive into, for the new people watching the show, I'm gonna dive into the reason why I say streamers are not content creators. Streamers are just what they are, streamers. They hop online, whatever platform, and all they do is stream. They don't make individual videos. They don't make skits. They don't do nothing. They'll just stream. They'll have somebody chop up the stream, make highlights. They'll probably pay that person and then they'll upload it to their YouTube channel. Now, are highlights a form of content? Yes. But you are not a content creator. The keyword here is creator. So therefore, how are you creating content if you don't create content? You're streaming. You don't create content. You don't do none of that. You don't do none of that. You don't create. I'm a content creator. I'll stream and I also make content. This whole show is content. This is content. I'm talking about the stuff. I'm putting my, my own spin on it. I'm giving my opinion about stuff. And I even theory craft about some stuff. I also stream on my YouTube channel. I also make content on my YouTube channel. I review video games. I review controllers. I review technology. I review stuff. I talk about stuff. I might even do an anime review every now and then. Like I literally make pieces of content. All these other people stream, chop it up and put a highlight reel out and call it content. To me, that is not content. 
that's cheating. <laughs> like that's cheating to me. But the thing is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So personally, I don't hate that uh, a streamer does that. I just hate that that act and that whole thing in itself is considered content. When if they was to stop streaming, their content would stop. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't wanna, like if I stop streaming, I could still upload. I got hella videos to upload. Like if I stop streaming on YouTube, so what? I can still upload a video and get 10 views, 20 views, 30 views, 100 views, 50, 100 views. It don't matter because I'm sitting here taking the time to edit the video, make the content, upload it consistently. One video a day, two videos a week, however much it is. Even when it comes to the show, I upload the show on Rumble now. This show is in full in its whole totality is only on the Rumble platform. You can catch clips in up episodes up to a certain point on YouTube and Hideout TV. Why? Because it's just certain stuff and things I'm doing and going through right now with, with these platforms and whatever the case. So with that being said, I make whole content. I make entire whole pieces of content. So so yeah, do, am I getting paid from streaming? No. <laughs> like my, my YouTube page ain't even monetized. But I'm in a position where the money I make doesn't come from the stream at this point right now if you want to be a content creator and if you are a content creator and you're watching this you need to have income or some type of money coming in that's not coming from streaming do not live solely off your streaming because your numbers is going to vary you're not going to have all the subs you had last month you're not going to have as many donations as you had last week and your numbers is going to fluctuate, fluctuate, fluctuate. And your numbers is your emotional scale. So, oh, your numbers down this month, you down this month. Oh, man, I ain't getting no sense. Oh, man, oh, oh. This man said, y'all Uber eating every meal. You don't know how to cook? Bruh, you know what you can do for content? I'm going to give you this. I'm, I'm going to give y'all this and then we go going to end the episode, right? If you one of these people that Lugwitz said Uber eats all your meals and you don't know how to cook, they have cooking classes at a rec center near you. How about you sign up? And when you go, take a camera. Take a camera with you, hit the record button, and, and, and um, fuck it, I'll take my phone. And go like this. Hey, everybody, so I don't know how to cook no damn food, so I'm here at a community center or something, and I'm about to learn how to whip up something. And today, uh, what, what we doing today? Oh, we making pie? We're making pie today, and I'm gonna learn how to do that. Uh, it's really not, you know, a whole meal, but it's starting somewhere, because I really don't know how to make anything, if I'm being honest, so, uh, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Get your tripod, you know what I'm talking about? Set it up, boop, 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 boop. set it up. And then be like, yeah, so we doing this. Oh my God, I'm messing up. Uh, uh, uh. You think people don't want to watch Slice of Life? Bruh, you know on your TV and on your Hulu, on your Netflix, on your streaming services, it says Food Network. You know these people on Food Network is out here cooking food, effing up. Got their own show. 
Bruh, I don't know what I was watching. It was a barbecue show on there, and they was just going across the country, talking to all these dudes, barbecue, and they was in the barbecue scene. They was tapping in with all the barbecue people, all the bosses, everybody who had crazy flavors and savers. I'm just saying, man, you could do something. You could do something and make real deal, genuine content. I'm real passionate about this. So it might sound like I'm attacking you or I'm being real aggressive or you feel hurt and I'm demeaning you and I'm belittling you. No, 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 that's not my intentions. That's not what I'm intending to make anybody feel, none of that. I'm not trying to intend to make anybody feel anything. I'm just getting the point across saying, this streamer, content creator lifestyle, this stuff is popular now, just like anime popular, just like the whole, like the whole nerdcore geek shit, the whole shit is popular now. But the problem is the over romanticized and fantasized about this shit. Once again, if you gonna do this at this particular point, 2022, have some income coming in that's gonna suffice and provide you the space and provide you the tools and the hardware and the software to go ahead and do this. I don't want to steer nobody in the wrong way. That's just what I think can help anybody. Cause right now I don't I don't get money off of streaming. You know what I'm saying? And I'm able to I done bought laptop or I done bought this. I done bought this. I done put money into a transition here. I done did this here. I'm able to create content and not have to lean on that to take care of my phone bill my my internet bill my, my 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 none of that none of that none of that so it's just like lifestyle is key no matter what you're doing lifestyle is key get your lifestyle down first before you jump off the porch and start doing a whole bunch of stuff because you can make all the money in the world but then it go down the drain because you live like a goddamn child or you live fucking buku crazy ways that don't make no sense to your pockets so yeah, man. Uh, whoo. And that's, that's how you, you let the beat build, bitch. That's how you let the beat build, bitch. That's how you let the beat build, bitch. Let the beat build, bitch. Oh shit, I cracked myself up, man. Oh, <laughs> oh shout out to Lil Wayne, man. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I, I, that, oh, man, I'm glad I did that, bro. That was too funny. Oh, that was too funny. But that's good. <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of the gamers den man if you made it this far i, know, I told y'all it's gonna be jam-packed it's gonna be long one this i ain't did a long one in a minute so you know this gonna so this gonna hold y'all over for the week i already know it is but if this your, you know but if this your first time you made it through the whole episode man drop a hit a like or whatever it is on rumble go ahead drop that run it up share it on all your social media platforms go ahead do all that tap into the youtube you know what I'm talking about? Streaming on there, content being uploaded on there, all kinds of stuff on there. Um, make sure y'all hit the links in the description for the merch. Grab you some merch. That's a way you can support the show. All the money and all any uh any donations that go all back into the show. 
and help build up this more and build more production of the show. And uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna catch y'all next time, man. Gone.